0: part of the world you're listening from i hope that you're good and that you're staying safe this is a short um recording where i want to pass a few comments concerning my view my position regarding um, the information that is reaching us concerning Ravi Zacharias, who is a renowned Christian apologist and a foremost defender of the faith before he died last year. I want to, first of all, clarify the fact that I am not interested in um, giving the rightness or the wrongness, permit me to use the word rightness or wrongness of the of his act. Rather I want to draw out some lessons that I have learned personally. First, when I hear such things about um, a renowned man of God, somebody who, who is reverenced and who is revered by millions of people across the world, one of the things I do is to think about my my own life and to think about um, you know what could make such things happen to that kind of person uh, at that level? Uh, so of which I did concerning this situation, Ravi Zacharias is someone I respect a lot and uh, I still do, even though I do not approve, I totally condemn all those information that I heard about him. but he's somebody that I respect what God is used him for such a pity that um, those information has um, tarnished and has put a very serious spot, very serious drag on everything that he has has stood for but regardless of that, let me start by making a position that those things that happened to him are not a representation of Christ or Christianity and shouldn't make anybody to lose their faith in jesus it shouldn't make anybody to lose their trust a, and their confidence in the power of the cross those things only prove the word of god right yes when something like that happens to someone it may be a minister of god a renowned person you know just goes off the track like that they are not disproving God's word, they are confirming it. Which, you know, when you throw caution into the wind, such things are bound to happen. And the Bible is is, um, is, 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 is filled with information and I mean with caution, caution, caution and caution in, in areas that we should be careful of. Now, let me go on to some of the lessons I was able to draw out. I'm just sharing them with you so that number one, could use them to but that's the only reason you could use them to you could apply them to your own life and through God avoid that kind of pitfall it could happen to just about anybody it could happen to just anybody if it wouldn't happen to you you have to make conscious effort and if it don't happen to me as well I have to make conscious decisive effort to avoid that when I heard about it, the information, I spoke with those around me. I shared the, the you know, my, pers- my my concern with them, uh, and I listened. I, was, I threw the question to them, you know, how do one avoid that? It's not because I don't know how to avoid it, but because in such a situation, it's better that someone that is not you talks to you, so that at least for once you stay at the position of listening, not the one giving the talking. So um, what I was able to gather is this number one, I, I was able to observe that there was there has been a crack. There has been a crack, or should I say there have been because it, it happened, you know the situation around those allegations have happened for a long time. It was years, they've, they've gone on for years. I observed that first and foremost, there has been a crack in his commitment to his partner, to his wife. That's the first thing I was able to gather there. And I discovered that for every one of us, I'm going to apply that on two grounds for those who are not engaged in any relationship. I mean, any marital in view relationship. I mean, any marriage in view relationship. For those who are not engaged in such at all, on that on their level, on our level, let me say that. I mean, you know, on on that level, let me just give the position that you there is a need for you to have a friend, a leader, someone, anybody that you are committed to. When I mean commitment, I mean somebody who checks up on you. It is very, very important. If you do not have a a partner, a, you know, a marital partner, then it is important that you have a friend who watches your back. Somebody who could have, who, who could be with you in a conversation, and take your phone and check through it's not that the person is policing you around you are allowing yourself to be monitored and it's not it's not stupidity you know that if you are exposed if you if if anything that is exposed that that's that, that already you know public then there is no secrecy again before a sin will drag someone to hell that sin must have enjoyed secrecy Sin and secrecy, uh, you know, walk hand in hand. So, before something is going to land someone in problem, there must be a secret. So, if you have somebody who there is no secret with that person, you are putting yourself at a good advantage, not to overcome, I mean, not to be overcome by any evil. For those who are not in, engaged in a relationship and you are doing anything. I'm not even talking about ministry only now, you're doing anything. As long as you are a man, you are a a person, you are a woman, you are a man or woman who has purpose to fulfill in life, Who, who, who you know that God is calling you into things to greatness and you have work to do in your life, and people are committed to you, it could be in business, it could be anything, you should have somebody, it's not just, it's not limited to just your mentor, it could be your friend. It could be your parents it could be your leader in the church somebody who you know that oh this person can call me and correct me I discovered that that was the first thing that you know, that I, I that was the first thing that I found in the relationship with Ravi because the, the allegations came about the messages that were found on his phone um, over 200 of those messages related to extramarital affairs and adultery and, you know, women abuse and all that, I was, you know, we kind of think, as I told you, I discussed it with some people who were close to me, and we kind of think, that means his wife didn't have access to his phone. If his wife had been someone who checked his phone, or he has been somebody who just literally leaves li- li- his phone in the house, and then his wife could just check in his phone, she would have seen those messages and she would have challenged him she would have challenged him about it so and uh, for those who are married it is very funny uh but i i only crave, crave your indulgence to talk to you i'm not married yet so there's the tendency of you feeling oh he's not married i know i'm not married but i'm also in the receiving hand of marriage i'm a child in, in a family I want to appeal to you. There is a very serious concern, need for us, for every one of us, to reevaluate how we handle our home and our marriage. The moment you live a life that your wife does not have access to your phone, your wife cannot check your messages, your wife cannot check the pictures on your phone, you know, the question I want to ask is this what is there to hide? okay, we know about business calls, we know about official contact and all that, but really your wife is going to understand, she won't go and pick your call if it's a business partner, she won't say, and of course she, she should even know those business partners, you cannot have the whole world as a business partner, she should know them, so that when she sees their calls, she can, you know, she knows, oh, this is, this call is of is official, should not have anybody in your life that is close to you as a man who is married and your wife does not know about it. You're exposing yourself to danger. Someone that is close to you may be an opposite in you know, a sex, a woman, a lady, a girl probably you're counseling the person, probably the person is your worker, probably the person is your staffer and then that person is close to you and your wife does not know about that closeness. You're hiding something and you don't hide anything that you don't in that is that is good in the research it is evil that needs ideal so that's the first thing i'm going to point to you let your commitment to someone to that person be intact i beg you please in god's name and it is very important that we take care of these things be ac- be accessible be accessible accessible don't be too secretive in fact don't be secretive yes there should be someone that knows you there should be someone that you know knows you it's very important that is the first thing number two is also related to the home the the second lesson Ravi spends a lot of time especially at the early stage of their marriage he spends a lot Often, I mean, spent a lot of time away from home because of ministry and is uh, you know especially those times when their kids were just, were, were, you know quite young before he died, his, his children I think one or two of them were already married and in fact had our own child but then at the early stage of those children Ravi spent a lot of time from ministry, you hear, him probably you've, you've even heard this podcast where you mention, I mean number of days he spent on the road, you know, you can imagine somebody spending 100, 200 days on the road, you know, that's traveling from East, from this place, from the United States to India, to, you know, different places, to, to Toronto, to different places like that, and it seems to me that at least I'm very sure of the fact that when his children were at the growing stage, he didn't take his wife along with them. Because he couldn't have taken his wife when the children were growing. Somebody had to look after the children. But then, I I don't want to excuse the act based on the good that was done. I don't want to say, oh, it's because he had to meet with the need around him. And that was why he did the wrong thing. I, I know that this is a very delicate aspect. It is very difficult. It is not straightforward. But at the same time, I want to ch- I want us to look at it from this perspective. In the real sense, the sacrifice is it worth it? I- imagine the fact that, okay, we we want to talk about the fact that oh, he was doing something good. He was busy for God, right? Okay, he's being busy for God enough to sacrifice your marriage? Don't you know that your marriage is your first assignment, even your being busy for God? I thank the Lord that all his children are in ministry with him. But I can't imagine the trauma, the shock that Rabbi's wife has has got concerning this, you know, news coming after the death of ours, and these are not just false allegations, this testimony is, uh, I mean, these are uh, reports that people confess to. These are not just, you know, these are things that evidence were have found in his phone. So, uh, I can't imagine the trauma that she's passed through. In the real sense, is the ministry worth it for you to kill your marriage on? lose your integrity lose your fidelity is is it worth it is the whatever blessing whatever ministry in fact is it even God's will in the first place that you sacrifice your marriage for ministry I don't think so I don't think so I don't think God will say forget about your wife forget about your your children we focus on ministry Anybody giving you that counsel will kill you. Anybody giving you that counsel would destroy your life. Anybody telling you that your wife is not important, your children are not, are, are not important, that it is church work that is more important. It, will, it wants to destroy your life. And evidence is what you are seeing around now. I don't think God wants you to do that. Paul the apostle said if you do, if you if you can stay the way he stayed as 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 you know as unmarried then get married but when you get married you know that you are committed you are committed Paul also said the person that is not married is is only concerned with the affairs of the Lord, but the one who is married is concerned with the affairs of his partner of their partner, and so any any kind of work. Well, everything that is it, money, business, ministry, and then you go out a lot. You don't even have time. I I remember one of Rabbi's messages where he was mentioning the fact that that you know he just travels and comes back and he discovers the children have grown. That's to tell you how far it stays away from home. It was in such you know outings and such situations engaging in all this nonsense. imagine the effect that these things will have on his ministry but I'm sure they will be very very devastating and at that time I'm sure he must think oh I'm trying to please God oh I'm trying to please God but the question is that does God even want you to go to that extent does God want you to you know is all comfortable leaving your wife for one week for anything for whatever reason it's 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 a call for every one of us to reevaluate our perspective of marriage that is the thing I saw in this whole issue there was a problem with his commitment to his wife immediately that commitment the first thing once that commitment was successfully tampered with every other thing could follow. Imagine it, he could have nipped the situation in the bud if he was committed to his wife. Think about it. All those women wouldn't have had access to him if his wife was with him or if he was with his wife. That's number one. Number two, all those messages wouldn't have been kept secret if his wife had to have access to his phone. Once there is a crack in your commitment, Satan is beginning. It's a signal that is being, you know, he's being cooked. It's like it's like um, a frog that you put inside water and then you place the pot. It's just a short while before the whole thing gets cooked. I pray that God will help us. And I pray that God will help me. Another thing that I see, which is the last one that I'm going to comment on, is this. Paul the Apostle wrote, I can't remember the people he wrote to, but he said, Brethren, pray for us. Understood the depth of pressure that is around ministers and leaders generally government leaders, political leaders, business leaders, company heads, ministers of God, church leaders, and all that. I know that there is a lot of pressure on them. Satan does not go for small enough you know, fish, he goes for big ones. People who know this, once he pulls them down, a lot of people can't follow them. And that pressure is always there. I remember one of Ravi's message where he said the temptations are the same over. I mean, they have remained the same over the years. Even he, he has been in ministry for a long time, and he mentioned the fact that the temptations are always there. One of his messages, he mentioned he was in he was in a place. He was in a he was he was lodging in an in an hotel, and he just looked over the window and then he saw you know, women there. Half naked, and the pressures are always there. You go on the street, you do this. Sometimes even because you are a a leader, because you are in the spotlight, some people will want to give you sin give you access to their body for free. All this nonsense, things you know, access you, you know, trying to you know destroy your testimony, destroy your ministry, and all that. There's a whole lot of pressures, and I want to plead with you, if you are close to a leader, you have somebody as a friend who you know that this person is, is a leader, It'd be your boss in the office, and the person is, you know, is he, someone that you know that has integrity, or that wants to keep his integrity. Two things, number one, whether you're a man or, or female, or, or whether you're a man or woman, male or female, number one, please pray for that person. Lift them to God constantly. You don't have an idea what they are dealing with. You can only imagine. Number two, the person with the boss is opposite sex with you. Try as much as possible not to be an agent of temptation. Try as much as possible to stay clear to him. To build them, not destroy them. I pray for you and I pray for myself. Rather we will be wise to salvation of our souls in Jesus' name. Thank you for listening. God bless you.